Uh, we're we're going to take a look at one verse. I promised this on Sunday. And the title for tonight's message is just simply Jesus. And isn't he what Christmas is all about? Amen. Yeah. He is good. So our text tonight comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 1, verse 21. And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And Heavenly Father, we're so grateful for the truth of this scripture. God, you, Jesus, are the Savior of this world. That you, Jesus, uh, loved us so much that you were willing to lay down your life. God, we thank you for the gift of your only begotten Son. We thank you for the reality of Christmas. We thank you for time uh, this evening that we can just uh, pause for a moment, Lord, and look to you together to worship you in spirit and in truth. Father, to be reminded of what you did 2,000 years ago not just being born, but why you were born, why you came. So we pray that our hearts would be open to your word as we take a few minutes this evening to uh, just consider this together. I ask in your name. Amen. Amen. So I think about this scripture and I think, wow, big God, right? Created all things. Big God comes to be a little baby. Does that trip any of you guys out? Or does that just trip my mind out? I mean, think about that, right? Okay, God with skin. God in diapers. If it doesn't trip you out, think about that for a second, okay? But think this through with me for a moment. We have the perfect gift in his son. We have the perfect name, Jesus. We have the perfect mission, salvation. And then we have the perfect remedy from sin. All in this one scripture. So let's take a look together at the perfect gift, and that being his son. We know Isaiah 9, 6, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. Aren't you guys glad that God's a giver? How many of you guys like getting presents during the Christmas season? All right, you guys who aren't raising your hands are liars. We need to talk after, afterwards. <laughs> we like getting stuff, right? And aren't you guys glad that God's a giver? I mean, the greatest gift of all time has been given for all people. Some receive. I wish all did. Don't you guys wish all people would receive Jesus Christ? I certainly do. But he really did give the perfect gift, the greatest gift. Not only a son, but God's only begotten son. So Mary brought forth a child, but God brought forth his son. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 5 says, And when, speaking of Jesus, when he, Jesus, came into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offering you didn't desire, but a body you have prepared. Wow, what a gift for you and I. And then that makes me think about the perfect name, the name of Jesus why are names so important when it comes to Jesus' time? Well, they had meaning behind them. How many of you guys know the meaning of your name? A handful of you. How many of you guys don't know what your name means? A handful of you guys. Okay. 
it's fun when you study the scriptures to find out why were they named that. There was a purpose. There was a meaning behind it. And each one meant something. So a name told a lot about the child. So the question is, guys, what did Jesus' mean? What did that what did it mean for you and I? Well, his name literally means Jehovah is salvation. Think about that. The perfect name. Jesus. Your Jesus. Salvation. Pretty cool, huh? So what was special on what so special on how Jesus received his name? Well, it was given from where? Heaven. It was given from heaven. It was delivered by an angel, and it was a prophetic name. Jesus lived out the very definition of his name in that he wonderfully illustrated it till, it, uh, till the dis- his disappearance from the earth, right? He lived it the entire time he was here. And you shall call his name Jesus. Jesus, not Joseph. You guys can think back, don't you guys? often wonder why in the Gospels do we have his whole lineage all the way back to Adam? Why isn't there any previous Jesus? There's no other Jesus in his lineage. He was the first one. He was the promised Messiah that would come of the seed of Abraham, out of Judah, out of David's line. He was prophesied over and over again. And here he is, Jehovah is salvation. And it's really the keynote of his mission, the very character of Christ was to be sounded forth in his name, Jesus. Okay, So his name was ultimately fulfilled when he returned to heaven. I often think of Philippians chapter 2. It's one of my favorite scriptures uh, that we have because I think it's the heart cry of all believers. We want to see this happen. In Philippians 2, verse 9, it says, Therefore God has highly exalted him, Jesus, and has given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those who are on the earth and those who are under the earth, that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Don't you guys love that passage? That's what should be happening. We should be bowing our knees to him. He is the Lord. So, perfect name. Would you guys agree with me? Jesus. I love saying the name of Jesus. It's kind of a bummer, though. You say the name of Jesus today, that upsets some people. Or it's a swear word. I mean, the most perfect name of all time is used as a cuss word. Think about how good Satan's at ripping off the reality of who Jesus is. Anyways, when you guys hear someone say Jesus or you're in a store or something or in a setting where someone says, Jesus Christ, turn and say to them, oh, you know him too? (laughs) Great opportunity to have some spiritual conversation. All right, let's move on to the perfect mission. His mission was to what, guys? To save. It's right there to save. Do you guys see that in the scripture here? So we note the personal name of Jesus comes before his official name of Christ. So yes, he came to teach us. He'll set up his kingly throne. Okay. He came to rule over us, but before he can teach us or rule us or cheer us, he must save us. 
That's the most important thing. Are you born again? Are you saved? That's the most important thing. That's why he came. It wasn't so we'd begin to build this huge organization called the church with a bunch of different denominations that are all believers in Jesus. That's not why he came. He came to save us, guys. So he's the very nature. It's in his nature to save. He doesn't have to work at doing it. He doesn't have to strain for it. It's who he is. He's Jesus, Savior. Okay? So he came to rescue us from ruin. That's why he came. And he is able to save us. As the writer in Hebrews says, to the uttermost. I'm going to take a look at chapter 7. It's up here if you want to look, verse 25 and 26. When it says to the uttermost, that means completely or forever. So the writer says here, therefore he also is able to save to the uttermost, completely. He's able to save you forever, okay? Those who come to God through him since he always lives to make intercession for them. For such a high priest was fitting for us, who is holy, harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners, and has become higher than the heavens. Isn't that a great passage of scripture? That is what our Savior does. He's able to save to the uttermost. Billy Sunday, you guys remember him? He used to be a baseball player, was an evangelist. <laughs> He used to share his testimony and say that God was able to save to the gutter most because that's where he was. And God pulled him out of the gutter, guys. That's our Jesus. He can save anybody. So the perfect mission to save. And then we see the perfect remedy for sin, guys. From sin, really. Save his people from their sins. That's what we're saved from. We think we need saving from a whole lot of other things. He came to save us from our sins. Some of us don't take sin serious enough. It's becoming a norm today in our world. We're calling evil things good things today. I take my family to a fun movie that we enjoy, and they put sin on the big screen, and this should be celebrated. It's everywhere we go, guys. We can't get away from it, and we're okay with it because we don't recognize it for what it is. You see, guys, we need to take this literal. Would you, believe, would you agree with me? When we look at the scriptures, we should take it literal, especially when he's talking about saving us. Well, what's he saving us from? Well, from our sin. See, he can save us from our sins, okay? Our defects, our character, evil habits, bad temper, vices, whatever. But here is what he keeps all away, or all away from Christ, really. This is what keeps us. We like the darkness more than the light. It's our sin that keeps people away from Jesus. Matter of fact, it's the very thing, or the very last thing unbelievers want from him uh, is really to be saved from their sins, Oh, they want to be delivered maybe from the penalties of it or the punishments of it. And the thing itself, they don't wish to embed in that. Okay? I still like my sin. I want my sin. I just don't want all the things that are consequences of it. That's the heart of man, guys. 
But Christ aims his bow at sin itself, and he treats it as man's deadly foe. He was very serious. He was on a mission when he came, guys. And the remedy, the reason he had to lay down his life, it was because of our sin. And aren't you glad that he loved us even when we were in rebellion to him? That's a good God. That's a loving God. We have a lot to celebrate. So we are reminded that the wages of sin is death, but we must read on. The gift of God, it is a gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Do you understand that? The gospel is a gift to us. It's a gift we have the privilege of sharing with other people. But he doesn't force anybody to receive that gift. There's many. It's right there for them. And all they need to do is receive it by faith. Yeah, I want my sins forgiven. Yes, I want you, Jesus, as my Savior. I want forgiveness. I want to be with you in heaven for eternity. Okay, I'm willing to receive that. But there's more that comes with receiving it, guys. It is a gift. But there is the call to repent from the sin. Because if we understand what the gift really is, we understand something has to go. I tell my kids often, it's just like, okay, you're going to get some new clothes. Let's make some room in your closet <laughs> for your new gifts. We've got to get rid of the old. And I think God's the same with us. Hey, I'm coming to save you from your sins. We've got to get rid of this stuff. Let's make room for this newness of life. Okay, Man, we get to come to Christ, receive this gift, and he sets us free from sin. And now we're free to step into life, life abundantly, free to do those things that God has called us to. It's beautiful. So there is a gift, guys, waiting for you to open tonight. It is a gift. It's an eternal gift. I think that's neat to think on. Also, we consider the ox knows his owner and the donkey its master's crib. But do you know your master? It's the only thing that matters. I don't know where your heart is personally with the Lord. I know many of you here tonight. I hope you all have come into a relationship with Jesus Christ. There's a lot of people who know a whole lot about God. They've gone to church maybe even their entire life. But as Jesus said, this is eternal life, that they may know you, the one and true living God in Jesus Christ, whom you sent. Do you know God? We can't play church, guys. We can't fool him. He knows the truth. And you have to receive the gift personally. You may be here tonight because your husband or wife wanted to bring you or mom or dad brought you because they have faith in Christ. But have you received the gift personally? You see, I pray that you're smarter than your pet. That's my prayer for all of us. Who, when you get home, is going to be wagging its tail, barking with joy. Oh, you're home. You're finally back. My master has returned. So don't remain unaware unthankful or oblivious to your master. Receive his free gift of eternal life tonight and finally understand what the merry part of Merry Christmas is. You see, whoever does not have Christmas in his heart is never going to find it under a tree. Christ miss. It's Jesus. You see, guys, the angels uttered it Prophecy 
prophesied it, the babe bore it, will you receive it? That's what Christmas is all about. Well, let's pray. Father, we are so, so thankful that you were born into this world, that a son was given to us. What a gift and what a privilege, Lord, for uh, just the grace that has found us, God, to be uh, really in a place, in a time. It just seems that we're saturated with the gospel here, especially uh, in America, and yet there's so many, Father, that have missed it. God, we would pray that this Christmas season, Lord, that you would be born into many hearts, God, that we would have family and friends that would see the great gift that you have given, that they too would receive by faith, Lord, you as their Savior, that they would turn from their sins, God, and turn to you and enjoy eternal life. And I do pray that for these brothers and sisters of mine here tonight, God. Help us to enjoy you well, God. Thank you so much for all that you've done. Pray that you go before us, Lord. Help us just to keep looking to you, to fixing our eyes upon you, Jesus. For you are so good. In your name we pray. Amen. I do want to just conclude with that thought. I really do believe we've been created to enjoy our Creator. I really, I see that scripturally. And brothers and sisters, Christians, enjoy Jesus. There's so many things that we get caught up into this life that we think we're going to find satisfaction in that'll fulfill us. He's there. He's doing life with us. He wants us uh, just to be intimate with him, to be real with him, to do life with him. Enjoy him. He is good. He is treasured above all things. So just encourage you this new year, guys. Love Jesus. Pray that your heart is open, hungry for him in new ways that you've never have been before. He's a big God. He's good. Love you guys. Hope to see you Sunday morning. We're going to be going uh, through some vision. Uh, I encourage you guys to spend some time maybe checking out the different chapter 20s, verse 20s in the Bible in preparation. You'll be blessed. All right. Love you guys. Merry Christmas to you all.